President Biden is looking to shift to 100% renewable energy by 2035. But for people who spent their lives working in the fossil fuel industry, it's a cause for concern. We spoke with job analytics firm Burning Glass Technologies. We asked them if green energy will create enough jobs in its place. We think there will be more jobs created in the green economy than there will be lost in the petrochemicals uh, economy, 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 economy. Welcome back to Poison for Profits. I'm Zach. And I'm Nick. And we are back to our normal schedule. Uh, well, for a number of episodes a week, right? Yeah, sort of, kind of. Yeah. We're getting back to it. Next week is also going to be a little bit of a shit show, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, well, we'll see if we can figure something out. Yep. But we have a... Uh, micro so tonight nick is going to share an article on the uh, fossil fuel industry or maybe the possibility of lack thereof we can only hope right <laughs> yeah so thank you zach for the intro so this article coming at you guys from the guardian one of our favorite news sites i would say we get a lot of articles there uh, but it's titled the loss of fossil fuel assets would not impoverish the general public uh, this study has found pretty interesting uh, title I would say a lot of the argument with fossil fuel assets is and just fossil fuels in general is that these are systems that we need in place for our economy uh, you know people's jobs people this is what puts the bread on the table for a lot of people what this study is finding though however is it really wouldn't affect the general public at all who is it affecting everyone's favorite the top 10 to 1 percent of uh the world so in my book it doesn't affect anyone that really <laughs> really is worried about money i know oil and gas industry pays a lot for pretty much all positions or most positions at least uh but that's to gain this kind of support it's no secret that this industry is causing this climate chaos but you know People, are, people who work in the industry are comfortable, so they don't really have any reason to leave it, I guess, or or, or any, I don't know how you would say it, any like incentive to incentive. do the right thing yeah. or, you know, like or look for another industry to work in. Right. They're very comfortable. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're able to afford, you know, the that nice house, you're working fossil fuels. Why wouldn't like, you know, I wouldn't work fossil fuels, obviously, but for them it's they're able to then support their families in a way that they probably wouldn't add another job in the, similar to what they're working for fossil fuels right so yeah but i feel like this is something that we've all kind of known but it's kind of part of like what we talk about with the merchants of poison thing zach has been talking about a lot i feel like we bring it up quite often in this podcast but it's almost this propaganda propaganda yeah Propa propagandized <laughs> Propa propagandized yeah yeah okay <laughs> um now i don't remember what i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> uh but i feel like that with the fossil fuel industry i feel a lot of the time in presidential debates they talk about coal like i remember in biden and trump they were constantly talking about how we need these coal plants to be open because these are jobs for Americans. These are, you know, what's fueling our economy and, you know, keeping the power on. 
but this is just complete propaganda. This is what is truthfully holding us back, I feel. Um, and I'm just kind of glad that a study like this has come out showing that two-thirds of the financial losses for the U.S., uh, if let's just pretend all fossil fuel assets went away, it would only affect the top 10% of the wealth holders, and half of that would be the top 1% of the United States. So these are people with ungodly amounts of money, money that I'll never see. <laughs> uh, so they're, to them, it's just a drop in the bo- a bucket, to be honest. Um, it They also are estimating that this would only affect about one percent of that group's net worth so this isn't a whole lot to them sure it's probably millions of dollars in that uh but just like at the end of the day it's really people that are extremely rich yeah it would be the people who are like the moguls right or or the the oil or what they call it oil barons, like the old timey <laughs> there will be blood types. Yeah, yeah. Um, whose entire fortunes are built off this, right? And even then, you know, they're at this point I'm sure their portfolios are diversified enough to where they would still be near the top. At least it's uh, this is a definitely an interesting study and I'm glad uh you're bringing it up. I do think, you know, the political battle um, I don't, <laughs> I hope that, that it kind of gains momentum in the, in that arena, but you know, they're like the Gulf States and, and out West where there's a lot of oil production. And, uh, and like you were saying with coal in West Virginia, I think Trump was saying that basically so he could win West Virginia, West Virginia. right? Yeah. It, Cause it coal never came back. Um, <laughs> so like. Yeah, this is definitely uh, a good thing to have kind of out in the open now. I mean, the politics, I think, are going to stay pretty muddy on it. That's just my that's, prediction. Oh, that's definitely what's going to happen. It's it's definitely always a talking point is fossil fuels and uh, on the Republican side, I would say, and then the use of renewables on the d- Democratic side. So I think that that is definitely always going to hold us back in this like truthfully a war against uh, fossil fuels um but then i also wanted to bring up that how does this affect the lay person like me so let's of course two-thirds of the financial losses are going to be bared by this huge group of wealth holders that have huge amounts of wealth they predicted that only 3.5 percent of the financial losses from standard assets would affect the poorest half of Americans. So pretty small amount, truthfully. Um, It'd probably like honestly be mostly due to the fact that they need to switch a lot of how electricity is produced, delivered. Um, Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Like you're saying, I think it's more of a transition cost. Right. And then maybe like, I don't know how much of the the bottom 50% has like a 401k, but they might be invested in that too. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was another point that they really brought up in this is that unfortunately nowadays our working middle class doesn't really have a whole lot of financial 
like wealth per se. It's not like nowadays people really can't, I don't know. I don't, I try and put as much away as I can, but you don't really have that extra money to be putting into investing, to be putting into like Zach said, a 401k or, well, I'm going to put all my money into oil and gas. It's not really something that people are in the middle class are doing. So yeah. So I, I also thought it's uh, worthwhile to mention that the researchers repeated this analysis for the UK and the continental European countries, and they found very similar results. So this isn't just something that, oh, it only applies to the US. It's, you know, some other very rich countries as well. This would be very much similar. Uh, So just thought that was also interesting. Thank you for that, Nick. And thank you to all of our listeners who are listening to this. Uh, our, our socials are linked in the show notes along with the article that Nick covered tonight. Anything else, Nick? I'll just thank you all for listening. Talk to you next time.